take two. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? You know when you're at the concert and like the lights come on, you fucking look around and they're like they come they come on like this and it's super bright and it's the end of the show and everyone's just stinky and gross and grimy and the lights are just on. It's fun. I like it like this though. Good morning everybody. Good morning. Good morning. This is what does it all mean podcast. I saw we got disconnected earlier, so hopefully we won't get disconnected again. Hopefully we can keep this going for at least 45 minutes to an hour. It's 2022. I'm Jimmy Lewis, your host. I don't have a topic. This is all freeform, fun. Podcast is changing and people are listening. I appreciate all of you. We're almost at 5,000 friggin' followers on Instagram. I know that's cheesy, but it's awesome. I appreciate every single little follower. And then there's 15 people listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and whatnot, so I want to thank you people, because I do get paid sometimes, not much, but more than music, so I'm able to upgrade, and uh, pretty soon I'll be doing some giveaways, give away some 45 records, eventually maybe we'll give away something bigger, but yeah. What does it all mean? Podcast still trucking. We're still here. Brian's here. Brian number one is here. I wonder if Brian number two will show up eventually. I haven't heard from him in a while, but eventually me and him are going to go down to like a coffee shop and philosophize. So, okay. I see you guys are starting with comments already. Let's check this out. Check it out. Hold on, I'm going to change some music, guys. Uh, okay. So. Let's see. Brian, there you are. Lost you for a bit. What up? Been Sunday for about 15 minutes. It is Southern California right now. It is 10.18 p.m. I still have an hour and some odd minutes of this day. Which is fun for me, but I, I, you know, time, it's all perspective to where and who you are, you know, and it's one thing I've learned from the interweb and hanging out with you guys. Julie says she's seen Paul Weller tonight. That is awesome. Can we get a little guitar? Oh, what? Uh... What, 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 what can I play? Uh, hmm, let's see.
earth still turns And the pain still burns The trees still grow And the pain seems below universe still expanding and I am barely standing Well your star will shine just in a different That's a little guitar. That's a little guitar. That's a little guitar. Okay, let's get back into the music and not so sappy. <laughs> So I'll tell you what happened to me this week. So some of you know I play guitar, I play music, and uh, I'm also a UPS driver. So this week, uh, Friday, I was sitting in front of my UPS store and this coach house, which is a um, it's like a music venue, van pulls up, and uh, I see this this cool looking cat just jump out of the the van, and and I see the van and. Ironically, I just talked about this coach house because I was hoping to play there in September and I just told somebody about, you know, playing there in September and all of a sudden the coach house van pulls up and, and the way my mind worked was like, I was like, oh, maybe I should talk to the dude in the van, but he was in such a hurry I could tell he didn't give a shit. He didn't want to, you know, he didn't have time for me. <laughs> so I, this is what happened. So I see the, the dude kind of going towards the gym and the, and the trippy dude, I look at him and I go, I go, who gets a ride to, uh, you know, Planet Fitness and, you know, Stagecoach, you know, the, the coach house, like, shuttle. And uh, he straight looks at me and he's just like, in the English accent, I'm not going to do it, but he's just like, rock stars, you know, rock stars get that. And I go, oh, really? And I go, and I look dead in his eyes and I go, what kind of fucking rock star are you? And he says... He says, my dad, my dad was Ginger Baker. He's like, I am Kofi Baker, and I'm playing tonight at Coach House. And uh, ironically, I knew somebody that had taken lessons from him, and I had played with this person because I'm a musician, and this, this person would always talk about the dude, you know, Kofi Baker. And like, so I, I knew exactly who it was, and when I clicked, I was like, oh, well, we have a friend in common. And then all of a sudden, he's like, well, who? And I, and I said the name, and, and then we just kind of bonded. And, he, you know, 
he was like, come to the coach house tonight. And as you know, holy crap, working UPS five days a week, it's really hard to do anything. So I didn't go. I missed the performance. But uh, I think it was him doing cream covers. And uh, it, I heard a lot of people went. It was supposed to be awesome. But uh, my point is, you never know. Even when you're boring, mundane job, you can run into... Um, coolest people and he was he was super cool he would seem like a really down-to-earth person and you know he didn't seem pompous at all and the fact that I attacked him like that was uh was uh kind of ridiculous uh but it's kind of like like uh how do I explain it you know boxers you know boxers they they size each other up and as soon as he went into the gym I did happen to pull out the guitar you know, and I started just playing, hoping that he would come out. I really did. I was just playing, 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 playing. And, you know, everybody loves cream, you know? Like, this was me too. I, I ran into the UPS store and I'm all, you know, Ginger, Ginger Baker's son is working out next door. I was so starstruck, you know? And uh, they were like, who's that? And I'm like, you know, for everybody, I had to say cream. Because not a lot of people know, like, uh, you know, and I said Eric Clapton and Cream, and like, for me, like, I completely have that one crazy ass album, and uh, it's fantastic, but for me, the cat is breaking shit, look. Those are my, those are my letters for when I go on stage. Yeah, you know, you know. So anyways, uh, so I was playing guitar and I was hoping that, you know, that the Kofi guy would uh, come up. But I, this, this is, like I said before, I love Cream, Cream is cool, but you know, and I know Jamie Hendrix covered, you know, Sunshine of Your Love and, and I, I know, I know. But for me, like this right here, Ginger Baker and, and Tony Allen, uh, live in the jazz festival in 78 in Africa with, with you know, Fela Kuti, like, holy shit. The first time I heard this, it changed the way of, I thought about music, you know, like how I could perceive music and how it didn't have to have lyrics, how the drums are saying enough. I was starstruck. I was completely starstruck. But yeah, I love the drums. The drums are probably my, they're my favorite instrument. I play guitar, and thank you for requesting me to play guitar. I appreciate that. Uh, but I love the drums more than I love anything. The drums I feel are the most primal thing that we have. And if you haven't drums in your life, just do it. Start hitting things because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel better. And it's not that hard. You know, usually your brain will pick up the notes of uh, drums quickly. So my point is, yes, I really, I was starstruck and friggin' 
Kofi Baker is freaking awesome. So, let me read some comments. It says I have, like, three people here, but, like, there's so many, uh, seems like there's so many people. Robert, I see Robert, Gabriel, Riaz, I see that dude that read that book. I see, uh, Bee's Knees with all the, uh, great, you know, political stuff. Okay, so that dude that read that book, I work for a solar light. Hold on, let me, the cat is freaking meowing. Let me, let me. Shut, hey cats, keep it cool, keep it cool. Don't you love it when like the, the podcast is so real that like you gotta tell your cats to shut up. Okay, I work for a solar light company. Some guy came in and used to be a event organizer who used to put on a massive show here in Australia. That's dope. You know, I ran into this guy, uh, ironically, that, that did a Pink Floyd um, tribute band, and, and he, he, he told me about, like, this other person that he hired to do these effects, and, uh, you know, as for me, like, I'm, I'm the one-man show, and it gets annoying. I bring my own smoke machines when I play at my shows. I, I like, I try to get shit up on the wall. It just doesn't work. So, like, eventually, you know... These are goals that, as a band, I try to shoot for. Is like eventually, I would like to be in, you know, try to make enough money to to get these just stupid effects, so I could like paint the picture that I see coming out of my head. Because I love playing, and, and performance art is awesome too. Like playing in front of people is great, but it's so much cooler. Like when you have like a a canvas behind you or a movie screen behind you, and there's just like some bizarre eye coming. You know, like a bizarre eye coming up and just staring at you and just a bird flying by, like all, all these things, like, you know, it's, it's, and that's why there's people out there that do it, but I heard they're extremely expensive and, um, it's hard to do that stuff when you're making nothing because Spotify steals all your money, but I'm not going to complain about all this stuff. Okay take that thing everywhere i love that you bring it to work you never know who you meet oh i totally agree with that and like i said the kopi was awesome i've met i've met i met a lot of cool freaking people you know from super like the cool thing about being a ups driver is you meet everybody i i've met brian wilson you know from the from the beach boys i met someone super cool recently you know that just i i he's most likely seen me play guitar a million times because i sit in front of the ups you know store and i've seen people and he's one of these people that is super cool but uh you know i also saw this 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 girl that came to see my band like back in its infancy and uh she's probably like 30 something now and she's with her mom and she's super nice and and uh her dad came to see, you know, my band at the House of Blues, and, and it was just, it's so, you know, it's like Bowie, when Bowie just says, you know, I don't know what song it is, but he's just like, like the people, I never thought I'd meet so many people, and, you know, to, you know, to Brian Wilson, to the girl at Ralph's that was, you know, doesn't work there anymore, that I wish did, you know, it's, it's, it's those people that change your life, you know? And I have a friend right now that works at 
one of these like places and she's she's just charging ahead with uh with life nothing brings her down you know and i love people like that and when people go through strife they fucking just knock shit down and i respect that you know like it's hard enough for me to get up every goddamn morning like it really is and then you know thinking about other people's perspectives of life like it's just we're all the same and I can't play that song again because I already did I'm really um what's the word not ready for this because what's the word uh you know life is just changing and I'm not saying I'm going to be doing this less and less but uh I, I might in fact be doing it more and more <clears throat> especially when my band goes on tour then I can I can bug all them you know and we can have like exclusive backstage shit and I can I can bug Rondi who's already been on the show uh, and just ask them what does life mean you know whoa what's going on what's going on so I appreciate your kind words everybody I appreciate the record that you you gave me. It's close. My my morning jacket, if you're still here, is around. You know. And I think the waves of the pandemic kind of you know made everything hard to play music, and you know it was like you know feeling the pandemic it just felt like a wave of people were being lifted off the earth and, and the shitty thing is like if you guys watched you know the end game like by marvel it's so ridiculous but like end game happens at the very end thanos like fucking wipes out everybody and shit just disappears and, and all these people on earth just crumble into dust and it was just like this you know for me it was just this total metaphor you know and we have this pandemic and that's what happened it just felt like all these people were just like leaving the earth like fucking Thanos was taking them you know but there was no chance to to get back the infinity stone and fuck them up and bring these people back these people are all gone and whether they're like fathers parents just someone you you know anybody the postal man is just like it's crazy so it was hard to make music it was hard to do anything but it's just you know almost for all of us just time to fucking survive you know I'm glad everybody has. I see all of you, even though it says there's two people here. <laughs> so, hopefully, Julia says, hopefully I'll get some uh, photographs tonight. Took some great ones yesterday. That's awesome. I'm not good at photography. I'm actually really bad at that, but you know, that's why there's you. That's why you dominate and that's why you know I'm stoked to to, to be working with you. So I'm gonna bring up the the uh, the obvious what was happening this week. You know, uh, I don't know Julia in, in your country you know, you guys are probably you're dealing with World War Three over here. We're dealing with some with some with some bullshit too. We're dealing with Johnny Depp and his his issues of uh, his law 
you know, uh, it's just trial, it's trials. And uh, I, I didn't really care at the beginning, but this, this stuff is just getting so interesting that like it's hard to not like to pay attention and you know just flipping through tiktoks you know reading some of the news it's just it's absolutely crazy and it almost triggers like a like a ptsd for me because if anyone's ever been in like abusive um just toxic relationships like you know it's almost like there's no one to blame and, and this is what i see like so many people are taking sides and like I'm nobody, but I've been in a lot of toxic relationships, but, but one toxic relationship sounds exactly like this, where, you know, there was too much competition, and one person would just try to outdo the other, not in a positive way, and then all of a sudden, it would, you know, the love turn into some kind of, you know, weird competition. And then at that point, you know, it, in that, in that moment, you lose real love because you don't, you know, you don't give a shit about that person. You, you're trying to, to be better than them. And, and what is being better than anyone? There is no better than, than anyone. So, you know, I feel bad for both of those people, uh, in the situation. I just feel that like toxic relationships are toxic relationships and it's hard to, it's hard to to walk away because this is what happens it's like a dopamine and especially people that you know are these high profile people like johnny depp yeah he admitted that he's, he had to do certain like opioids to, to put him to sleep because he was working 17 hour days you know and, and that's no excuse but like you could tell at, at a certain point this girl did not have his back and these two would just just you know do horrible things to each other and you know it's it's a shitty it's a shitty thing and I feel bad for for really both of them but I I see them trying to put point uh you know put Johnny Depp in a really bad light and uh fuck who am I to say he's an actor you know and, and some of these things I've heard like him trying to he gave a pill to Marilyn Manson to keep him uh quiet I thought that was hilarious and yes he's on stand if you watch him he's so funny like you can't really break him, and he's, you know, all I see is 21 Jump Street up there, you know, like, I feel like it's just a, an episode of 21 Jump Street, and it fucking blows my mind, you know, because I've grown up with him, uh, I think everybody has Edward Scissorhand, and, and just everything, and, you know, uh, this is one question I don't understand, and, and Justin Lee Fox from the Fox and the Red Hairs brought this up uh, on one of his memes, and they're playing next week in Riverside, I think, uh, he brought up like how come the trial of uh Ghislaine Maxwell and you know the Jeffrey Epstein and the private islands and, and the, the you know the Clintons and, and and all these people how come that is not on TV but you're gonna put Johnny Depp like dead center and like it's World War Three and we're gonna like Johnny Depp is the problem like it's just a strange world that I feel that we're living in now like you know, people are losing their houses in Ukraine, watching, you know, I don't want to bum everybody out, but, the, you know, it's almost like the podcasts are a, um, a timekeeper, and if, if, like, 10 years now from now, the episodes are still current, we can be like, oh, shit, remember when there was a place called Ukraine? Because now it's just, like, Russia, you know, and 
it's weird how things are changing and uh, everyone's just sitting here kind of, I'm, I'm numb. I feel like it's just horrible. It's so sad to watch these people lose their houses and their homes and their lives, you know, all for what? For somebody to put their fucking, you know, name on a, on a map before they die. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's sad and shitty and making the world unsafe and fucked up. I said it. I said it. And at this point, it's not one big, like, global conspiracy. It's just one dude ready to fuck shit up. And that's a shitty world to be in. You know, we've had these dictators before. They're obvious. You know, so... What's going on, IB? Two, four, X, seven. You know, and I'll put it straight because I only got a couple minutes left. You know, everybody try to get fooled by the whole Matrix thing, and you know, with the whole smoke screen of, of January six, everyone this whole dude, the Matrix is just seeing what the fuck is really going on, and at this point. We have the TikToks, we have the Instagrams, we have these instant, you know, instant views of, we have drones of what's going on in the world. And you can't, and here's the crazy point though, we all know that we have these and these governments are able to infiltrate these videos and fucking change them into whole different, you know, realities of what certain people are seeing in certain places. Like, you know, if you're in Russia, fucking, you're seeing like, this is, this is, I, I hope this gets out to Russia, you know, you, you'll be seeing, uh, you know, you're, everyone just kicking ass, nobody getting hurt, you fighting the good cause, and, and just reclaiming whatever, and then, but the reality is, you know, it's, it just seems like there's a bully invading and killing innocent people, and, uh, for what reason, you know, I, I don't, the, the whole de denazification it doesn't make any sense because as we know Zelensky's a Jew so this is just someone taking the land back so they can uh, operate the port so they can have power to control utilities and uh, highways and uh, just natural resources so because Ukraine goes into you know the sea I'm not sure exactly what sea, but a sea and a port, and then they control everything. So, it's shitty we have to worry about that. Like, we just come out of a pandemic, and now we're just fucking, you know. But, I'll say this. Like, these bands have come back together. You know, like, Portishead. Portishead is amazing. Pink Floyd just did a song. All these bands are coming back to, like, say, fuck the war. And I think that's really cool. You know, and uh, I'm in a, I'm a little, I'm in a band. I play in this band, and the, the most ridiculous thing is like I wrote, I wrote like four albums. Like we're going on, we're gonna be writing five and six, and the one song that stands out for everybody in my band, and I didn't expect this at all. It's 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 called After the War, okay? And that just bums me out because like I've I've wrote other songs that aren't like it's more they're more peaceful and they're not like so you know, in your face of, like, death, gloom, and destruction, and that song is, and that's the most listened to song, and, and that shit sucks for me, because, yes, I wrote it, and I think it's cool, but also it's, like, just a reflection of what I feel is going on, and 
that's it's not fun so I always thought you know my song eyes like Betty White would be like my number one song it's definitely not so it's really strange but anyways yeah these bands are getting back together and uh, in the name of, of, uh, of peace which is cool so I think everyone should just pick up the instrument, start banging it no matter what. We all show up in Ukraine and just start fighting back. Where did you get that tapestry? It's double-sided. Uh, it's a, I will show you because I can be my own Fred. Since this is Instagram, if you were on uh It's lost. They're they're awesome. Let me see. They're like lost in. I post them a lot, so let me see. Uh, they have a whole bunch of cool. Okay. It is Lost in Time's design. That is what the, the, it's Lost in Time's design on Instagram. And uh, I just follow them with my band. And uh, yeah, they have really cool things. You know, Rod Serling with that psychedelic background. Um, they have just really cool, you know, the dude is, dude is, he does a lot of cool, trippy things. And the podcasts uh, that are listening to this audio, you know, the tapestry is basically a, uh, I'll describe it. It is a uh, hand coming down out of an eye and the, there's a rainbow just coming right down over my head. And out of the, you can flip the tapestry and on the other side, it's got like a skull and uh and another rainbow like a, a, it's a reversible skull and a rainbow so I don't want to give up my secrets but it's really cool I usually I flipped it before so it's like a big skull and if you look back on some of the shows the seasons I usually change it so yeah heck yeah I wish they'd make more Honestly, I would buy so many more. They have little small prints too, like they have like prints, but for me, I like the reversible tapestry and definitely uh, makes you get that third eye feeling, right? 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 So enough about war and destruction. Let's talk about other things, you know? The Mike Tyson thing, that's another elephant in the room, right? Did you guys uh, see that? How Mike Tyson just smacked the shit out of some guy that wouldn't leave him alone? Man. That was crazy. Who didn't think that was coming, right? Uh, it was like so funny for me. And there's this like meme that's like uh, basically the air marshal um, just 
looking the other direction because it's Mike Tyson and nobody wants to fuck with Mike Tyson because he's got a tattoo on his face and he'll kill you. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, you got those air marshals and they know at any point they can come and regulate, but they didn't. And he just... One, two, three, punch. It was glorious. I don't like violence at all. But you can clearly say, see that dude was drunk and no, I would never hit somebody in my life. Only in self-defense. And uh, But in a way, you know, he was, you know, I feel like acting in self-defense when someone's coming at you constantly and they're trying to touch you and they're trying to do things to you. Like, what can you do? Like, I, he warned him like three times, clearly. And I think the fourth time, it was just, it was too much. You, you poke the bear, you're gonna, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. I think that Tyson is a uh, very complex issue. And uh, I could have a whole show on him, you know. And I hope he lives forever just to, uh, you know, just to see him growing, you know, because it seems like he gets to the point of, like, ultimate peace, harmony, kind of like a hippie, and all of a sudden, knock out on a plane. It's pretty amazing. But I think that's life, you know, there is no perfect, uh, you know, nobody's a monk all the time. You know, nobody's a Buddhist all the time. It's hard to be in this world where people are leaving like Thanos in the pandemic or in the endgame. And personally, if you want to talk about Marvel, they should just end it with endgame. The ultimate thing would it be to end all of that Marvel shit on endgame. Boom. But now they're milking it for whatever it is. Fucking Moon Knight fucking whatever every goddamn minute there's a new fucking marvel thing it's so boring and, and there's the story is just i've completely lost it's like what's the next one doctor strange 15 it's just lost it for me and that sucks because i was a big fan so just bitching about marvel i don't think they're gonna do that with the star wars franchise either, you know, because Obi-Wan's coming up, I think George Lucas and Disney are trying to keep that more, you know, more relatable, well, this is the last couple minutes, everybody, shit's flown by, I'm stoked that everyone's, you know, listening and asking me to play guitar, I appreciate that. This is actually a band that made me want to play guitar. It's called, they're called Lush. And this is a band, uh, this is a song called Sweetness and Light. And I was like 15 years old and I was at Lollapalooza, 91 or 92, I forget. And they came out and I think it was 92. And they came out and it was just so awesome. It was Irvine Meadows and it was really cool. I appreciate your heart, Julia.
And uh, Brian, if you're still there, thank you for always being interested and seeing if I'm gonna do the show. You know, usually if I'm not doing the show, that means I'm having fun and, you know, doing something good. But I think, like I said, as I start playing more music, <clears throat> I will start uh, hopefully being out more and, and doing more things and being out in the public and maybe I can just take the podcast on the road, you know, kind of like Conan O'Brien on the road and, and asking people what do they think the world means and getting just random pre- people's perspective, you know, like that would be the best. I try to do that, uh, you know, heck yeah, Brian, I tried to do that not too long ago, like when I got heat stroke actually, uh, I, I was talking to this dude and asking him his perspective and it was just like a thousand degrees out. Uh, I, I must have blocked that out. But um, yeah, I appreciate every single one of you. Antoinette, friggin' Brian, Julia, you guys are in family, you know? <clears throat> and, and, uh, and, and Chelsea. Thank you for the, you know, the nice words about uh, playing music. I appreciate it, for real. The guitar is always close to me. It's like a security blanket, you know. Uh, life sucks, and I think we grab on to certain things to keep us mentally stable, you know. I, I'm not a fan of alcohol. I'm not a fan of drugs. So it's, life can be pretty fucking boring, you know. And I know that this is so, like, not, you know, the 12-step way, but, like, when someone doesn't have an outlet, and, and, and these, these are almost boxes that have put me in myself. It's not that I don't like to drink, but when I drink, my stomach gets all jacked up, and, and I start to lose weight, so I can't do that. And drugs for me just don't work because they take away the, the creativity that I get from when I'm sober. You know, when I've had three Thai iced teas like I did today, that's my crutch. That's my way I can, I can, uh, you know, create. And, you know, that's my drug, Thai iced tea. And everyone's got one, right? But I feel that music, you know, definitely, definitely uh, helps me release stress. So and hanging out with you guys. It really does. I'm at the point in my life where I don't necessarily like to go to concerts anymore, you know, and and that's because of the pandemic and that's because of, I don't want to stand next to people and be all close to them, you know? And I think, that's a big reason that I started a band was honestly I this is the one another reason I started a band you know Coachella was this week it's still this week it might be this week and uh, I remember Paul McCartney just always goes to Coachella right and he's backstage all the time I just heard this that Paul McCartney just shows up to friggin Coachella and it's just backstage and in, in my ridiculous head like 10 years ago I was like how do I get backstage how do I get backstage of Coachella you know it's very close I can 
And I thought, well, if I start a band, I can fucking get some pass and, and hopefully get on that stage and uh, run into Paul McCartney. And uh, so far, I haven't been on the Coachella stage. And I don't think I really would because I think the dude might be like the guy that runs it's all a whole, you know, whole thing on that. It's a whole episode and stuff. But, okay, I gotta pick like the last closing song. What am I gonna play? What am I gonna play? Do I do I go to the obvious? Yeah, yeah. This is the obvious. Thank you guys for listening. It's been fun. What does it all mean? The world keeps changing, keeps expanding. Keep looking for a message of hope. We keep looking for something bigger than ourselves to heal our souls. Cause we're all we're all feeling something, you know. We're all feeling something. It's like life has punched us in the fucking gut, and we're just trying to keep going, you know. And I don't know if it's just me, but. I, I feel it's just tough And I think that's why I started the pandemic I didn't know if I was going to live through the pandemic So I was like, let's document the shit You know And now that so far I have I met these cool cats IB247 Brian, Antoinette, Julia Fucking all you guys Get to connect with you Get to talk about records Rough Trade East London I got a record coming from them Julia This week It's uh, the Jack White album Believe me I'm all about records I paid like Way too much for that record to come You know But that's my drug You know That's it When I get this just different color vinyl And, and, and you guys want to know what This is real talk here So Hopefully no one well, catch me with this. So, I really like, of course, Jack White. He's one of my favorites. He's the obvious, right? I only have a couple minutes left. So, <clears throat> this is the Target exclusive Fear of the Dawn record, okay? Which is like this moon glow. For people at home, I'm opening up a record. And it, it looks like the moon, okay? This record's a Target exclusive moon glow. Okay, I got that recently because it's Target, and when you do weird things like that with Target, it's just strange to me, you know. And then, then I'm part. I'm such a record, you know, a Jack White record, the mass whatever, like enthusiast that uh, I actually then I'm part of the vault. I'm getting down to the last minute, guys. Oh, actually, no, I started at 15, so I'm good. So, then I'm part of the vault, uh, okay, and the vault is like this exclusive record, you know, Jack White deal where you, you know, and this is a blue vinyl for people at home, directly, completely blue, like, you know, and so the one from, from London, the East Trade one, London is coming, and it's the same record, 
and it's just like I think a marble colored vinyl. I have I will now have three versions of the same album. But that's my drive. That's what gets me through, right? Music and sweets. Music and sweets. That's a problem for me as I get older. You know?